Welcome to the Derwood Experience, where we talk seriously about nonsense. I'm Ethan. Hello, I am Steve. And Steve is anti-vaccine. I am not anti-vaccine. I am pro-vaccine. But I've been struggling with a couple of parts about the vaccine in that... um, a friend of mine in in a certain uh, one of my what I like to call my aquarium buddies, which is uh, <laughs> did we talk about aquarium? We buddies? did talk about aquarium buddies, yeah. So it's like okay. for those that may not know, it's just a reference to a circle of friends that isn't necessarily part of a Venn diagram or it's separate from another circle of friends. Yes, it's basically what it is—a subset. A subset. Yes, and a shout out to my friend Mike for the, back in the late 80s, early 90s, when we started referring to our groups of friends as aquarium buddies, the groups of friends that we had that rarely intersected with each other. So I have an aquarium buddy who is not really sure about getting the vaccine. And I was a little, I was a little taken aback by that. But here's my other thing about the vaccine. So I'd been trying to sign up for it for weeks um trying whatever avenues were available to me that i could think of which was i'm going to go to the the state Mm -hmm. my my state site i'm going to check that i'm going to see what i can do got on there went through the you know whatever list they have or the all the answer all these questions okay sign up and it says okay well we'll contact you yep don't call us we'll call you and then you know Crickets. So uh, then I try my my typical clinic, my the place where I go to the doctor typically, and that's same kind of thing. Hey, sign up here. Don't call us. We'll call you, but sign up and crickets. So then I go to my local pharmacy that I typically go to and try to sign up there, and it's like. Nothing's available. Nothing's available. Refresh, refresh, refresh. Something's available. I can sign up. I click, fill out a bunch of questions. Takes about five minutes. And then, eh, sorry, nothing's available. (laughs) Rinse and repeat that process. Um, And somebody told me about this pharmacy in outstate areas outside of the metropolitan area. So I try that avenue. Same kind of thing. We've got these openings, fill out these questions, take a couple minutes and then, eh, sorry, nothing's available. So that was pretty frustrating. And that I did that for like two weeks. Yep. Finally, I talked to somebody who said, who had an inside scoop that said, hey, do this, go sign up here. Here's this code, use this code. You can get in, nice. boom, signed up on like a Saturday. And I got in for shot number one this last Wednesday. Nice. Got it all squared away. And then on the heels of that was the stuff at work that came through where, hey, we could potentially have this thing at work. But anyway, I went for the sure thing, got it. Anyway, got it squared away. Sure enough, as soon as I get shot number one of the vaccine, all the emails start flooding into my inbox. <laughs> okay, you're now, you're now free to come in and sign up for the vaccine. But they all did. It was it was very strange. It wasn't like they trickled in. Mm-mm. It was like 
boom, 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 at you know, the emails coming in. It was crazy. Yeah. They, uh, so I did that. I wasn't in a super rush. I didn't, I, there are like weeks where the, I don't leave my car. So like I'll, I'll leave the house and go get something at the store, but I'll do drive up. Um, so yeah, I would do that for weeks. My wife works at, she's an essential worker. So if we needed anything that I couldn't get through drive up, she could get it. And so I wasn't in a super rush. And she had heard about all the side effects. So she's like super uh, sensitive to all that. She's like, we can't get it at the same time. I've heard all these things. I'm like, you're nope, not a thing. Don't get me wrong. People for sure are getting knocked out when they get the vaccine shot one or two, usually two. We had a uh, coworker that got Moderna number two and got laid out for a day and a half. So that's a thing. But my history, I'm like, that's not going to be a thing. Don't worry about it. So I just signed up through the state. I didn't want to do the work. to try. I didn't care enough to do the work. Okay. So I signed up through the state. And um, then a couple weeks after that, I get an email. You've been randomly selected to do it. Cool. I wasn't thrilled about the locations. Like, I, you know, you don't get to go where you want in your city. I had to travel a little bit. Like, listen to me complain, travel a little bit. It's like 20 minutes to downtown or some nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, well, that's interesting. The paradigm has shifted about right. distance since the <laughs> pandemic. It's like it's like I've I've become living. It's like living in a small town. Yeah, pretty much. Right. If it's not like a Target that's a mile from my house or Home Depot or something that's like all within five miles, like it's too far. Right. Um, so I go and there I go get it. I got it uh, fr- a week ago Friday. And I got the Johnson and Johnson. That's what they were offering. So one and done. I have a shellfish allergy that I told them about. So I had to sit and wait for 30 minutes. Typical vaccine stuff, you know, mm-hmm. the little pinch for the getting it in your arm. And then the serum hurts when it goes in and a little bit of pain from sore muscles afterwards for a couple of days. No big deal. So then after yep, I get it, too. and after okay. I get it, then my wife she she wants to get in and you know i we'd done like for i tried for like a day getting it through different pharmacies or doing the sign-up thing and i'm like i'm not creating accounts at all these places like i'm not no way so she got set up uh i think she found this group through one of her other facebook groups but there's a discord server that is this one that she's in, there are people that are dedicated to finding slots and holding slots for people so that they can get scheduled. So she did that. Um, and they were all set to go and, um, something happened locally and some things shut down like the day that they were supposed to go get it in the area they were supposed to go get it. Um, so she had to quickly scramble and reached out to that group again and they found them. They found, uh, her and my daughter, like a place to go and they went and got them the same day. And they scheduled the follow-up appointment, like, so they're all good to go. Cool. Yeah, and, so, and then awesome. same thing. Today, we both got emails from a provider like, yo, you're on the list now. Like, you can come get your vaccine. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, I haven't been paying attention to the news. I don't know if there was, like, a new uh, surplus or inventory that was released. I assume that... that something had to do with Johnson and Johnson getting pulled, even though Johnson and Johnson was like 
a small portion of it was like seven yeah, percent very minuscule yeah yep yep um so yeah but yeah so that's the you know they're there if you want to and i think like most of my family have gotten them too my dad's a little bit older so he got it a little bit before us and he just i think he just did it the conventional way he signed up with the state but then went and found a place on his own um and then same thing right get signed up for the shot and then like a couple days later like then the state's like hey we got something for you <laughs> that's just how that's how it works it's like my wife she she couldn't she lost her airpod pros she couldn't find them right and that's not like a it's like, oh, it's 20 bucks that I left in my pocket, right? That's like a little, that's a chunk of change. So she didn't want to buy more. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, so here's how it's going to go. It's very unlikely you lost them outside the house because this is during the pandemic. I'm like, you're going to go buy new ones and then you're going to find your old ones. That's how it works. That's always how. And then like just in return, whichever ones you want or sell one of them. I don't. So she goes mm-hmm. and buys them. And probably like three or four weeks after she found her old ones. <laughs> awesome so you said you had you've had weird interactions about the vaccine too weird interactions well it was just this one where I was not expecting this person to say I don't know if I want to get it it was like what do you mean you know and I and I I'm trying to figure out, and I probably need to to explore a little further to see does this person get the flu shot. Um, so it's kind of interesting. I don't get the flu shot. The one time I got it in 2008, that was the first time I got in the flu shot. My wife got it, mm-hmm. and we both got sick because that was that was one of the H1N1B strains that year that came up. Right, so we weren't protected against that. Um, and I don't, I've, unless it's that type of strain, I don't get the flu. I've been face to face with people that have gotten the flu, multiple people in closed environments and I haven't gotten it. So I don't get the, I don't get the flu shot. I I do get all other vaccines. Like I definitely am a fan of vaccines. Um, right. It's because of vaccines that we don't have to deal with things like polio and smallpox. Right. And I mean, even like. Even chicken pox, like that's not a thing that our kids have to deal with anymore. But, you know, I know people that had allergic reactions to chicken pox or varicella and um, it's dangerous stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and this one, there's, we just, we don't know a lot about the virus and we don't know a ton about the vaccine in terms of how long, right? Whether it's going to be like a flu style vaccine or shorter or if it's um, something that's going to be longer term we don't know but at the same time um, I'm super not interested in getting it and there's only two options I've either had it and was asymptomatic or I haven't gotten it I think I've actually had it twice or I think it's gone through our family twice and we all had different because we had kids that had they got um, pneumonia, which has never happened before. My wife got bronchitis, hmm. which she hasn't had. She like once when she was little. Wow. 
And then just like a month or two ago, I had this really swollen throat and like bloody mucus. Like it wasn't great, but I'm like this, I'm like, this is out of the ordinary. This is not normal, um, like stuff. And that I had it for like two weeks and it was gone. You know, all these, uh, the bronchitis and the pneumonia, those things stuck around for like two months. That was terrible. Ooh. Yeah. So I figure I'm like, I've either had it and, but I didn't have any other symptoms, no fever, no cough. I could taste and smell everything, you know, nothing else that I would go in and be like, these are my symptoms. And they're like, we should, you should be tested for COVID because they're similar. No. So Mm. I figure it might as well, because if I haven't had it, I don't want it. And even if I have had it, we don't fully understand immunity from getting it. So better safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard I've heard some people say <laughs> I can't get over kind of the paradox. Now, it's not even a paradox, but just the mentality of I don't wear a mask because most people survive it, but I'm not going to get the vaccine <laughs> because I might die. And it's like, well, your chances are actually better of dying from COVID-19 than they are from the vaccine. <laughs> mm-hmm. But don't, don't confuse me with facts that don't support my narrative. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just classic. The, I mean, the, this, the whole vaccine thing has been a, a microcosm of that sort of mentality. It's been, uh, like, really interesting to watch this play out and so irritating. Because in the beginning when it first happened, like literally the whole world everybody was like all right we're not gonna go outside that's what we're we're not going any like you guys stay over there we'll stay over here everybody stay inside we'll get it don't worry like ev- literally everybody was on the same page and these freaking politicians just couldn't keep the damn mouth shut for five seconds and turn this pandemic into a political thing which it's not Mm-hmm. Yep. And then came out like, and people are tired of it too. I totally get that. It's not cool being in my basement all the time. It's kind of cool, but not really cool. <laughs> Working in my basement and then playing video games in my basement in the same spot. Because uh, mm-hmm. now I figure Radon's going to get me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it's like, I get it. It's and a long training, time. Training one set of problems for right. another. You know, but if we look at just, yeah, uh, if only we knew what to do in this situation, mm-hmm. you know, weird, but, but we I did. Think, but I think, I think the, the fallout from this will be interesting, um, you know, mental health issues or whatever will be very interesting. Um, even just from the perspective of, you might be people. You might see people who are like they. They need to have some. Something to. To cling to. Um, me, I look at this whole thing and go, "Well, yeah, this has been terribly inconvenient, but you know, has it affected me greatly? No, it's affected other people way more than me." 
people who have lost their jobs or can't find a job because of this, you know, uh, that's, that's been no good. So, but I, I have, a, I have a ton to be rather grateful for that. It hasn't affected me that much. Yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting to see what there's lots of things that, you know, like in our space, working from home has been a big thing. That's all like the argument has always been that people are not as productive when they work from home. And here we have found that they're more productive when they work from home and that it's a hundred percent feasible for people to work from home all the time, mm-hmm. which is a really, I mean, to me, that's really cool. I, and I, it's not like I don't expect businesses to make those sweeping changes. I think individuals will need to make those decisions. I see businesses doing some kind of hybrid where maybe they don't have huge campuses to house all their employees and they do some kind of hybrid thing. Um, or, you know, and I think we've talked about before people working from home instead of people working from home one or two days a week, they work in the office one or two days a week and work from home the majority of the time. Yep. I've heard but from, I think the more, the more progressive companies will be like, what makes sense and how do you and how do you measure people's productivity how did they measure it before how do they measure it now how do you justify any of it i don't know i'm sorry i interrupted you go ahead i don't know i forgot now <laughs> oh <laughs> um yeah and the thing that concerns me about that is that we're in like an old school place right we're like a, yep. we're like in a we're going to do things the old way, but like, we're going to say the new words so that people think we're with it, <laughs> which is, that's Gosh. good. It's good and bad. It's good because I feel like we have our peaks and valleys when it comes to economic recession have been more flat than other places. It doesn't seem to hit us as hard as other places. And I think it has to do with that kind of old school mentality and doing things old school and maybe not jumping into new things till they're a little bit more tried and true. Yeah. So I could see this place being like, rock 100% back the way it was fools. Let's go. Which will be a bummer. Yeah, I did. But I also feel like, um, I think there would be a lot of pushback on that. I think you're going to have people who have who have various reasons to not do that um, because you may have businesses go back to that, but maybe schools aren't ready to do it. Yeah. I hope. So what, what, do, what do those people do? I hope people push back because that's how the change will happen, right? Like we yep. need uh, – the government's not going to do it and they shouldn't. Well, I don't know. Maybe they should, but – you know, things. So that's one thing. And then like sick time or just this whole, not even necessarily sick time. Let's like, there's just abstract out even more. And just the way that we think about when you're sick and work and rather than right, like this example of the, like working people directly with people that had the flu, like that's, I didn't make that up. I, I worked with people in a building and the flu was going around that place. And 
you could hear people coughing all over the place and you're like, well, that person's, they're gone. Um, but so I worked with, I worked with somebody, I was at their desk and they just looked miserable and they're working. And then this was that three years ago, that really bad a strain where people Mm -hmm. would get it and it would knock them out for two weeks. And so they would, I'd work with them. You got it. I would work with them for a few days and then they'd be gone and they'd be gone for so long that you would be like, are they, do they not work here anymore? Like that's how long people were gone. Yeah. I was, I was knocked out on my back for a week. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, and then it was, it was like, you know, then I came back to work, but still had this nasty cough. Yep. That lingered forever. (laughs) Yeah. So that's the, and that's the thing, like not everybody got it. There were three people that I worked with directly that got it, but we were on the same place. It was the weirdest thing that a majority of us didn't get it. And that some people did and just like, we didn't even get a cough. Like any of us, like nothing. It's so bizarre. But the, so rather than right Rather than those people coming in till they literally can't come into the office anymore, it should be, in my opinion, the mentality, at least my mentality is, if I'm sick, I don't go to the office to spread it around. I can still work from home, and I, I do still work from home, because there's a difference between working from home because you're feeling ill and you don't want to pass it, and being too sick to work. Like Those are two different things. You for sure shouldn't work when you're not. And it would be great if every, you know if every company gave out sick time for that. Yep. Um, uh, a previous company that I had had their own sick time policy, which was completely separate from PTO. And it was if you're sick, don't come in. Yep. That's how I think it should be, and I think the reason that we have this culture where we continue to go in is because of that, and where we send our kids to school is because of it. All stems from that. And that if people were able or had access to sick time, that maybe maybe these flu seasons and RSV seasons wouldn't be so bad if uh, people didn't feel immense pressure to go into the office to make ends meet or wherever they have to work. Right. Yep, I agree. So I hope that, like, and we did the distance choice through the, the rest of the year, and we are the main reasoning for that was we didn't trust other people to not send their kids to school when their kids were sick or when they were sick at their house. And so now what are we seeing? We are seeing whole districts get shut down or whole schools get shut down because of the social distancing policies that get enacted once a student tests positive for COVID. And I'm hearing from multiple people that they have kids that are testing positive in their schools. And we're also seeing the UK variant is now targeting younger, healthier people are getting sick because of it. So, yeah, it's just like a big, it's what humans always do. Well, based on this thing, we're going to make this decision rather than say, we don't know. So let's like err on the side of caution and do this. Like rather than rush back to get together, let's not. But that just sounds too wise. That's, that's unflappable. I think right there. I mean, that's the the name of the previous episode, but like, that's exactly, I think what it is, is 
rather than responding with your hair on fire in the middle of something that's going on, like taking a step back and taking a minute to analyze it. Right. Right. So. Yeah, this will be an All experience. Right. So on a on an unrelated note, I have a spousal unit who is requesting my presence because she would like to watch Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh my gosh, dude. That's awesome. That's freaking awesome. How do I get one of those kinds of spousal units? Mine's <laughs> is like, let's watch the orange, the OC. And, oh. Uh <laughs> So we this used to be kind of our our big thing back when like dating and first first married. And I love how you date yourself now going when you back. do that. Here we are, here we are, so many years later, and we're going back, and we're back in season one, like episode ten or something. So, oh my gosh, season one was so hokey. Like those first few, those were hard to watch, man. Those first few episodes. They were. There was. Uh, <laughs> There was a great, uh, although Q is in a few of them, and I loved Q, uh, John Delancey, the actor. Um, but there was one where, like, the crew had become infected, A, uh, with something, and uh, they were losing their inhibitions. And oh yeah, yep. there's a scene where Picard is talking to uh, Dr. Crusher. Yep, well, you, Beverly, I know her to name. Him, it, yes, Beverly Crusher. <laughs> played by Gates McFadden and Picard kind of gives this whimsical look <laughs> that <laughs> is impossible for me to try to replicate, but I could see it in my head and it is so funny. So great. So great. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that sounds fun. My wife and I watch uh life below zero, the whole, like all of them. So that's what we do now. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Should I check it out? Pro you'd probably like it. Um, yeah. Start at season one with Life Below Zero. Like, those ones are really good. Uh, okay. I think I think you'd like it quite a bit, actually. All right. I won't say any more. I'll just... With did that, you... I will, I well, will check did out you... Life Below Zero. Yeah, did you Did you ever watch Letterkenny? Just little pieces here and there. Oh, yeah. you got to watch the first four episodes you can skip number three if you want because i find that one pretty dumb but okay. you gotta get through the first four all right all right cool rock on <laughs>